Podcast. I'm David Pensick, Communications Manager for Sklo Center Region Library. We are located in the heart of downtown State College on the corner of Beaver Avenue and Allen Street. And this episode is dropping on Wednesday, April 24th, 2019. So it is our final episode for April because next Wednesday it will be May 1st. Hard to believe that, uh, that April just seemed to fly by. Um, But for this episode, we are actually going to be talking about something that is happening in May at SCLO. It's the exhibition in our Betsy Rogers Allen Gallery for May. It's Reduce, Reuse, Remake 2019. It's this exhibition that the students from the State College Area School District and some students from the Bald Eagle Area School District have put together to sort of promote environmental thought and, and, and thinking about the environment and what we do to it with using plastic. Uh, students did this last year. They did it in conjunction with a big uh, plastics exhibition that was up at the Palmer Museum last year. And uh, they had, and so State College Area School District students did an exhibition on plastics last year in our gallery. It went over so well that they said, hey, let's do it again. And, and they're going to be back in May in our gallery. And for this episode, I talked with Julia Nelson. She's a sixth grade teacher at Mount Nittany Middle School along with three students who will have pieces in the exhibition, uh, Madeline Pate, she's a sixth grader, Jessica Saraka, also a sixth grader, and Anastasia Shaver, who is an eighth grader. So it was a great uh, great talk. I went actually to Mount Nittany Middle School to talk with them as they were working on their pieces, and and so I got a little bit of preview, and it's just going to be a great exhibition that will be in May in our gallery. So here's my conversation with Julia Nelson and three students uh, that will be in the Reduce, Reuse, Remake exhibition 2019. Today we're actually recording from Mount Nittany Middle School as students are getting ready to do the Reduce, Reuse, Remake exhibition at SCLO for the second year. And I guess I'll start with uh, Julia Nelson, who's an art uh, teacher, art instructor here at Mount Nittany, and this is your second year year. of doing the exhibition. Um, I guess, can you talk a little bit about about it and the process going through it this year? (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, Marie Birchall at the uh, Sklo Library at the end of last year's show said, so what do you think? You want to do it again? And we all went, yes. Mm -hmm. Us teachers were very excited about Mm -hmm. it. Um, and as a matter of fact, this year, uh, when Julie Gold at the high school and I, we were coordinating, um, um, coordinating the permission slips and the posters and all that. I said, what are we going to call it? And we had all these fancy names, and she said, you know what? Reduce, reuse, recycle, 2019 instead of 2018. So <laughs> I think it, it said it all right in the title. It was really nice, um, and it sort of encompasses the approaches that people are taking. So mm. some kids... Uh, we found last year they were very adamant about, um, you know, misusing the 
the earth and mm -hmm. being, you know, nice to Mother Nature. And then other kids were going, oh, my gosh, this is really cool. I can use this plastic and melt it and then put spray paint all over it. And so those are the two approaches. And it's kind of hard sometimes to put them together. You are using plastic mm -hmm. to point out that plastic's bad, but yet plastic's good, you know, and that's, that's okay, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. So anyway, so that's the name of the show, and I think um, – it's a big enough umbrella for enough kids to find something um, to uh, do a piece of artwork on. But I'd say the majority of the talk that's been going on, I think the girls here would agree, has been, you know, how, you know, what is the impact these straws, for example, have on the environment, you know? And it might come across in some of the pieces, like Madeline's piece has some animals in it, and Jesse's and um, Anastasia's has an animal that is definitely being um, impacted whose hmm. environment's being impacted hmm. um, so uh, yeah, yeah. well so, um, Anastasia do you want to talk a little bit about what it's been like for you and I guess uh, well first what kind of piece you're creating and what the process has been like um, putting it together <laughs> well it started whenever I was drawing um, pictures of turtles turtles has always been my favorite animal mm -hmm. um I used to come to my cousin. He had two pet turtles, and we used to take care of them. We we like found them in the wild first. We just took them in. We took care of them. Um, then I noticed that I always used to collect bottle caps too. And then, <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, then I took one of the paintings that I made. Uh, it was a turtle painting, and I kind of remade that and then put bottle caps in the shape of the turtle mm -hmm. to kind of like to show yeah, the turtle's yeah. texture yeah, 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 I'm going to yeah, sound yeah. like an art teacher but yeah. to show the Makes turtle's sense. texture okay. or whatever because yeah. you had different sizes of bottle caps yep. in there too yeah, wow. they just use one size mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. and then I want to know why why the green color you have it spray painted all green because um, it was there or because <laughs> the green meant something? Because that's a different, like I said, that's a different approach you want to, you, you find kids using. Oh, it was there or it had a message. Was um, there a message attached to it? Yeah, there kind of was. Um, my cousin's turtles were green mm -hmm. and also my cousin's favorite color was green hmm. before his, like, one turtle passed away. So we, I kind of just, like, based it off of mm -hmm. that one turtle he had. Oh, cool. That's good. You did it in one weekend, right? Mm -hmm. wow. I mean, she took all this stuff home. She came back to school. <laughs> I'm like, that? holy Toledo, it's already done. Jeez. Yeah. So wow. That's, that's kind of cool. Weekend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jessica, um, would, would, I guess talk a little bit about uh, the process for you and your piece. Yeah. So I also made a turtle okay. um, with straws. I always, when I was little, I always loved to play with straws. Uh, I always cut them up. I always, like, made things out of them. And I've been really trying, like, nowadays, because I know how bad straws are for the environment and stuff, I always try to not use straws. Mm. So I, it kind of was a no-brainer for me. I was like, oh, well, Miss Nelson, she has a bunch of straws. We don't want to throw them out. We don't want to do anything bad with them. Let's make a sea turtle out of straws. Yeah. Uh -huh. So then I'm, um, Anastasia, she kind of helped me draw it, because um, I can't draw turtles. Mm -hmm. um, so she helped me do that, and I made, like, this little turtle, and then... It took me one art club, just the whole entire time, taking these little straws that I cut up, putting them one by one, like glued onto the turtle. And it took a while, I'd say, 
But in the end, I think it was worth it because it's like it's a really beautiful piece, and you never think that like you can take trash and really turn it into the treasure. Like they always say, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Yeah, exactly. And I really think that's what this tu- mm-hmm. like this turtle represents. Wow. Yeah, you should just kept uh, every time during that one or two club session. Our art club meets at various times throughout the school year. Wow. Yeah, it, it just kept getting filled up, and I thought I really thought you were going to be bored with it. When I mentioned earlier, I mentioned I was describing somebody doing something very tedious, and um, I think that's the other thing about um, art is it, it can be it, it can look like you said one man's trash is one man's treasure. The process of creating this can be real tedious, but to the artist, it's vital. Yeah, you know, it's you coming into life. That. Yeah. yeah, wow, that's yeah. great. So yeah. yeah, and how about you, Madeline? What, uh, how did it start? Uh, well. Um, First, I was like, I had this background information about like um, the plastics in the ocean, mm-hmm. and so I was like, I want to do something about the ocean. I want to like do seaweed, and I want to like make all this stuff. Anyway, then Miss Nelson shows this video of the straws in the ocean and how that impacts. Five years, right? No, five hundred years. How many years for a straw? To I don't decompose. know. It's either five or five hundred. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's too long. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's too long. long. So anyway, go ahead. Anyway, so we were like watching this video, and I was like, I want to make an ocean out of straws, mm-hmm. and we blew the straws down to make an ocean and like have seaweed and all this stuff. But then I wanted to add animals because I saw how great their turtles are, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I have to make a turtle. <laughs> so, um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna make a turtle and some jellyfish, and I um learned that the Turtles eat, actually um, eat jellyfish, and I was going to make my jellyfish out of a plastic bag because turtles think that plastic bags mm-hmm. are jellyfish in the ocean right now. So, like, I was like, oh, I'm going like, to incorporate that. Mm-hmm. But then um, also a, f- a fish out of plastic bags is also a great example of that because they are also eating plastics, and that is bad for them, and they're dying. So I basically just made, like, animals and ocean out of, like, recycled stuff. Mm-hmm. That's great. For any of you, um, like, was the environment something you thought a lot about before this? Was that always an issue you thought about, or was it, or did this help bring it more to life or more to clarity for you? Um, whenever I was younger, me and my mom went to this, I wouldn't say beach, it was like a lake, and some per, uh, some people behind they were having a party and all mm. the trash was left behind so we mm. decided to pick mm. that up mm. So, yeah. well um i've always loved animals <coughs> i love sea turtles and sea horses and horses and dogs and all the animals in like the world um so like i've always liked the animals and i always love drawing them and so i thought it was really fun to like do this whole cycling project and actually have it displayed and stuff like with animals. Didn't you go to you oh, couldn't I go to, to you couldn't go to art club one day because you were going on a field trip with your parents. Where were you going? Tell me. I was Pencil. going to Baltimore, Maryland to the National Aquarium. Mm. I love that place. And I don't know if my parents actually thought about like going to there for my art project, but it was just for fun, but I thought I could actually use that for like research. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there was like this whole exhibit about jellyfish and turtles eat jellyfish and turtles are going are, like, starting to decrease because of the plastic. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting, and it actually, like, made sense with, like, my project, so. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, that'll work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always, I've always like, I love going to beaches, and it always troubles me with all like, it's been my whole life. I never liked seeing the plastics in the ocean. Yeah, if I see some, so I like, I'll swim out to the ocean. I'll get it. I'll pick it up. Like, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't care where it is. Mm-hmm. And like, I've seen like those videos of like the turtles, like with the straw stuck in their noses mm-hmm. and stuff. And it just, it like. I wish I could do something more, mm-hmm. but like just taking like those few straws that I used, it's doing something. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not doing a lot, but it's doing something. Mm-hmm. And slowly, we could obviously fix it, mm-hmm. and I think it's just going to be a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That and that's key too. I think um, the power of art is to make an impact, and you know, one one straw at a time, one piece of artwork at a time. Um, last year, when we did this. Um, the recycle, reduce, reuse, recycle show. But you guys were in fifth grade, so you weren't here. But um, we had a small group of people, and we had three art teachers. Well, this year, I had to turn, you know, kind of some people away. I had to limit how many things there mm-hmm. were. And we have many more sixth graders. Um, and I think more people, I've spoken to several artists in the community, and they, were, they said to me, oh, you're doing that show again, the kids' artwork. And that's kind of cool. It's, it's good to see grown-ups artwork, mm-hmm. you know, you know what's the impact of the environment, but it's so neat for grown-ups when they see the kids' artwork. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And a lot of your ideas are, they're very adult, they're very grown-up, and they're really kind of like no-brainers, I think you said, um, Jesse. It's a very simple thing to do. Just don't, just recycle it, or just don't put it there, you know, mm-hmm. or even don't ask for a straw at the if you're not going to use it at the restaurant, you know, simple little things. And so one thing at a time will have an impact. Or ripple effect, maybe? Maybe that's a better way to talk about ripple effect. Yeah, yeah. And and so how many many students or do you know, do you have in the... Um, Yes, in this show, I think there are going to to be at least 20 pieces, Mm -hmm. and oftentimes the pieces, they're not like... They're not like Anastasia's. Oftentimes, the pieces have been worked on by several people. Okay. You know, um, these are students. They don't have, you know, studios that they go to every (laughs) night and spend three hours working. So it's, you know, during school time or if they're able to. And a lot of the kids have after-school commitments, so it's kind of hard to get them together. But I'd say, you know, yeah, there there could be, I mean, 40 kids being represented in the show. You know, it's it's not just the middle school or psychology. This year we have some elementary school kids Mm -hmm. coming from Bald Eagle. Okay. Um, But for the most part, um, this year there are students um, from the State College or School District, you know, um, being represented. So, yeah, actually, it'd be kind of nice to branch this out. Yeah. And go even further, you know, and yeah. That's great. Give everybody else a chance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Within the school, do you notice um, your student, your classmates whatever that you know how they are with um an exhibition like this or with the environment and being um weary of you know keeping the environment clean or do you notice things (laughs) i'm not sure about that but i know that the school cafeterias like last year my um latin elementary had straws i think Mm -hmm. but now my i have little sisters there and they've actually they said there's no more straws Mm -hmm. there so they don't use straws very much Mm -hmm. um but that's like all I've yeah. seen. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. How about Restaurants, just metal straws? I actually know. Oh yeah, I actually know. Lady Hairlocker, she has metal straws in her locker, and mm-hmm. she'll use them at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Good for so. her. So. Yeah. Uh, 
how about just um, the idea of having your work displayed you know, in a gallery? I thought, I mean, is that exciting to think about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've never yeah. done that before. Yeah. 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 I've always mm-hmm. been like a very artistic child. Like, I was one of those people like when you go to their house, you just see artwork all over um, Good. like the fridge and stuff. And I really like when I have free time, my mom bought me like a ton of paints mm-hmm. and um, quite a few like little canvases. And I've been doing a lot of it. And I've like used a, I've used plastic to make art. I've used plastic to like like make an artwork mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. So like I put paint on it, and it's just like very fun to me to reuse things. Mm-hmm. I always think my parents are like. Just you can throw that away. I'm like, no, and then the next day I use it like a piece of plastic or something, and then the next day I use it in a piece of art, and it just like really makes me feel good. Like mm-hmm. I didn't have yeah. to throw this away. I could mm-hmm. like if I threw it away, it would be something worse for the ocean mm-hmm. or something in the landfill. And mm-hmm. I think making something out of it is even better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It makes it like mm-hmm. something really beautiful. Yeah, and you can't make something out of every single thing, and you right. can get really, really overwhelmed. We had some participants last year who said oh my gosh when will it you know how can we deal with it and again Mm -hmm. getting back to what you had said earlier doing one thing at a time Mm -hmm. just making one little effort but bringing awareness to a Mm -hmm. community is like I said is is great at at our school right now we don't have our posters up yet Mm -hmm. um but there'll be some emailing going on we'll be pushing it um um Probably after grades are due. <laughs> this is our marking period. The end. This 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 week is the end of our marking period. But there'll be more of a push. And yeah, I mean, I know um, some of the uh, uh, middle school teachers we had here. You know, last year, um, you know, really thought very highly of the work that the kids had done. So, mm. Yeah. So you see this becoming an annual thing maybe for the I don't know at the yeah at the end of May I might just ask the school library so what do you think when do you want to have it next year and assume but um but again last year was we were riding the wave from the Palmer Museum of Arts Plastic Entanglements and it is kind of hard to keep the steam going it's it's different it's Mm. it's a different kind of um process but um who knows maybe this particular show you know can be that thing for other people too Mm. you know we don't need a big show maybe we have the kids show right you know and that brings some change that would be really really cool the other thing i was going to tell you is there's a book um there will be a book at the exhibit Mm. and a lot of times you know anastasia's peeps will be coming in saying oh my gosh i love your artwork but a lot of people walk into that area and they don't know anybody at all and they like to write stuff Mm -hmm. down and they the last year's book had some nice quotes about you know wow if we can get you know just five kids every year to recycle, you know, wow, what an impact, you know, and be made aware of things, you know. And some people say, I hear it every day, but when I look on the wall and I see this artwork, it really touches me. Mm. Yay. Yeah, <laughs> Yay. You, we've changed your life. So there'll be a book there, and I, and I would definitely, um, you know, recommend going, you know, looking through the little, you know, book and maybe signing more than just your name when you come through, you know, maybe, you know, say which piece you liked or... Um, what little recycling tidbit you can give us or a suggestion for next year's show, you know? Mm-hmm. There is a lot of plastic because plastic is really, really hard to manage in our environment, you know? So by default, huge amounts of plastic. But, hmm. you know, maybe there's something else out there. That's good. So. Well, speaking of uh, books, I'd like to wrap up. And uh, I usually ask people, you know, if they you guys could talk about maybe a favorite book or a book that's impacted your <coughs> life. Um, I will because I will because my daughter just recommended this book and I just started reading it this week. It's called "Do Unto Animals" mm-hmm. by um, 
I think it's John Stewart's wife, Tracy Stewart. Okay. Um, yeah, and Do Unto Animals is all about, um, they, they take an animal group like um, a squirrel, and they tell you what, a, what its habitat is, what it, how it likes to live, what it needs to eat, and then what you can do, like your impact on it in your day-to-day living. Um, and, and it goes on with fish and animals on the farm. But I just think it's really, really... Um, it's it's good. It, it you 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 see where your footprint is, mm. you know. So it's not total recycling, but it is kind of you know makes you aware, yeah. you know, of mm. where you are in the world. So mm. yeah. Mm. How about you, Anastasia? Yeah. Um, well, it's it has nothing really to do with this, but um, my favorite book. I don't really have a favorite book, but I have a bunch of favorite authors. Mm. Like um, yeah, tell us. R.L. Stein, Edgar Allan Poe, oh, yeah. Stephen King. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I love I'm, Stephen King. I'm normally into that kind mm-hmm. of genre. Um, that's also... The first book that I've read was... that Like, from that genre was... R.L. Stein. It was a Fear Street novel. It was Don't Stay Up Late. And I actually have the book with me right now. Oh I read it every single year. <laughs> you reread books. Mm-hmm. Oh my yep. gosh, that's awesome! I do that too. <laughs> yeah, good. And it helped. It actually helped me like start. Like it gave me ideas to draw. Like I'd always like reread and always come up with a random idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would like jot that down. And then whenever I get to school the next day, then I'll start drawing it. Mm-hmm. Or if it's like in the middle of the day, I'd like. That's a good idea to draw, mm-hmm. and I'll draw it down. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. That's great. But you, Jessica? Um, <laughs> I'd say my favorite book is probably the Fablehaven series. Um, it's like, I don't know, it's like one of my favorite books because I started reading it, well, my teacher read it to me in third grade, mm-hmm. and then I finally came back to it this year. Every year I was like, man, I'm going to read it, I'm going to read it. I never did. And they said, I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to read it. And then mm-hmm. my mom took me to this one library where they had books that you could buy, and they were, like, so cheap, and I bought two books. Mm-hmm. And I, I, like, I'm obsessed with them. I'm already on the third book. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, I don't know. It's, like, let me stay, like, um, happy all the time. And it's always, like, um, a lot of people I know, they lose, like, all the inspiration that they had when they were a child. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, like, reading, mm-hmm. like, these books kind of like it's like a fantasy book so it Mm -hmm. like keeps me in touch with like my childhood and Mm -hmm. like what I was like when I was little Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's just one of the things that I love reading Mm -hmm. yeah you can get pretty jaded when you get grown up so keeping the kid alive is really important how about you Madeline (laughs) what is your favorite book Uh, (laughs) see yeah so many good books books. um you haven't read the Red Queen series, right? I read Red Queen. I'm not sure about that book. <laughs> okay. I like it, but I know um, I'm a grown-up, so yeah. It's different for me. Relatable. I love Ella, Ella Enchanted. Oh, yeah, Seraphine yeah, yeah. Seraphine and yeah. the Black Coat. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember. Do you like mm-hmm. all different kinds of genres? Um, I like... Oh, I love Nancy Drew. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Nancy Drew. I got my Old collection. there. Oh, yes. Nancy like and Hannah. the mystery, fantasy, um, some sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Some sci-fi is kind of weird, but mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just my preference. Mm-hmm. And um, I like historical fiction. Mm. Yeah, I like historical fiction, uh, too. The War That Saved My Life. I like that oh, yes, one. I haven't yes. read that one yet. 
That was an awesome. That was an awesome yes. book. All right, so all three so, of you like it. Okay, I have to read it. Yeah, we had to read it in sixth grade. Okay. Mm. Well, great. Well, thank you for uh, joining us, and we're looking forward to the exhibition at SCLO mm-hmm. in May. And uh, and um, yeah, I'm sure people are going to enjoy it again this year. This yes. Be great. Yeah. Again, come in and take a look, and don't forget to sign our book. Yes. And we have it there. And, let, yeah. and yeah, with some notes on it. Yeah. <laughs> give like, us some suggestions. Some sessions are yeah. Really Okay, well, yeah, definitely. Well, great. Thank you again. Thanks. Reduce, Reuse, Remake 2019 will be in our gallery May 1st through the 31st, so throughout May. So plenty of chances to come in, sign the book, uh, make notes, and, and give any recommendations. And then a reception will be held on the final day, Friday, May 31st, from 4 to 5.30 p.m. in the gallery. And you might have a chance to meet some of the students who, whose pieces that are going to be exhibited there. It's, it's just a, it's, It was such a well-received exhibition last year, and we're looking forward to hosting it again this year with students from the State College Area School District as well as students from the Bald Eagle Area School District. Some other events at SCLO. Research Unplugged is winding down. Two more to go. Thursday, April 25th, Mosquito-Borne Viral Infections, a Global Problem with Dr. Sunyet Pujari from the Department of Entomology. And then May 2nd, it's the special one where, where some Penn State grad students will be coming in to discuss the latest trends in their fields. So that's 12.30 p.m., Thursday, April 25th, and Thursday, May 2nd, as the last two researched unplugs for the spring. And speaking of winding down, Penn State, the spring semester is winding down. That means our finals lounge will be open starting Saturday, April 27th, and going through till Wednesday, May 1st. This is for Penn State students to come in. You can spread out. Uh, There'll be extra outlets to plug in. And so as you get ready for your finals, and we wish all Penn State students well, especially those who are planning to graduate this semester as you wind down the spring semester. Children's Book Week is April 29th, starting, starts April 29th and goes through May 5th. Uh, if you heard last week's episode, I talked with Shana Burkhead from Every Child a Reader, and if you haven't had a chance, I definitely encourage you to do so. It talks about Children's Book Week. It's the 100th anniversary and just how that initiative has grown. SCLO has a couple events tied into it. On Thursday, May 2nd at 6.30 p.m., Snorri Time with Dory and Nemo. Uh, this, is, this is in our community room. Kids can wear their pajamas and get a special story time with Dory and Nemo. And then throughout May, the May Coloring Contest is also in conjunction with Children's Book Week. Kids can pick up a coloring page at the children's desk and have until May 31st to submit their entry. Winners will be chosen randomly and notified by June 7th. So that's the May Coloring Contest uh, in conjunction with Children's Book Week. And then looking ahead, next week's episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking Center Gives. That's coming up May 7th and 8th. It's the popular online giving event that happens here in Center County where all these nonprofits are on on this website and people can give money online. It's totally digital. Uh, We talk with uh, three people in conjunction with Center Gives, including our very own Molly Hetrick, who is the manager of philanthropy here at SCLO. Uh, so it's, it should be a great conversation. 
com- we had a great conversation with the people as we got ready for center gifts, and that's just something to look forward to. I know we're planning here at Sclo to maybe have some special events in conjunction with center gifts. That's May seventh and eighth. But we also encourage you to to give to other some other organizations, all these other organizations too. Look at them, see which ones uh, you want to help out. There's just so many amazing nonprofits here in Center County that uh, we encourage, obviously, to, to give to other organizations as well. And, of course, everything is on our website, sclolibrary.org. Uh, follow, us, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And, of course, these podcasts, uh, you can get, get it through, uh, subscribe to it through Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. It's available on our website. Um, rate it, subscribe to it for free. New episodes drop every Wednesday. And I want to thank you, thank Julia Nelson and uh, Madeline and Jessica and Anastasia from Mount Nittany Middle School. We had a great conversation. Looking forward to that exhibition again. So until next week, we hope you have a great week and weekend coming up, and we hope to see you at Slow Library.